Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Clear Industries, in association with Rhinestone Radio Podcasts, is proud to present Old Hollywood Realness. Brought to you in vibrant podcastoscope for your listening pleasure. Join your hosts Kathleen Null and Philip Estrada as they recap Hollywood's dazzling darlings one film at a time. And now, please sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. Yay! We haven't done a in face one in a really long time. We've been yeah. doing the remote, so this yeah. is going to be fun. This is a special treat. Okay. Well, guys, welcome to Old Hollywood Realness. This is the podcast dedicated to all things glitz and glamour from the golden era of Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Philip Estrada. I'm Kathleen Nall. And we've already introduced the show, so I won't do that again. <laughs> um, so the movie we're talking about today is Gypsy from 1962. Yep. From the studio Warner Brothers. This movie is amazing. amazing. And we're also super stoked because this is also the first episode where we're going to have a guest speaker. Yay. Guest, guest, guest thing. I don't it's know what so it is. so great. A guest commentator. That's what I was looking we're for. We're very excited. So um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce her. Her name is Tansy. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and we're introducing, we're. We wanted to invite Tansy to join in the fun because this movie is about the most famous burlesque dancer, and Tansy is a burlesque dancer. <laughs> That's right. Hey. Woo-hoo. <laughs> so, Tansy, I wanted to get your perspective on the movie because you are a burlesque dancer sure. and you've been a burlesque dancer for how long have you been a burlesque dancer? Uh, it in two thousand nine is when I started. Okay, cool. So what is it? Eight, eight years? years. Yeah. Wow. So, so what is what's your history with this movie? What does it mean to you? What does it mean to the community as burlesque dancers and all that stuff? I'm curious. Well, I mean, my own personal uh, association with the movie. I mean, I definitely watched it as a as a girl, as a kid. Um, I think my mom had an eyebrow raised when I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was always renting musicals from Blockbuster. We would we would go and I get to pick out a movie every week and. Um, my brother would always pick out Top Gun and, and I would pick out a different musical and, and I remember her having <laughs> like a reaction when I wanted to watch this one, but ultimately, you know, it's a, it's a, a PG movie. So yeah, she couldn't it's really, not yes. even that. Yeah. she couldn't really have an issue with it, mm-hmm. but I think she wanted to, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember going home and watching it and being totally floored just loved it is really good absolutely loved it and um and so to go back and rewatch it you know in in preparation for this podcast it was like super cool because all of these memories are coming back and from being like i, re- I totally re- remember all of this you know <laughs> like less about the first half of the movie but i remember the striptease yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you yeah. know like th- i remember the costumes yeah. and everything yeah. of what she looked like and and her her numbers and stuff so th- it's funny what stuck like i'd like now i think mm-hmm. i would be more into watching Rosalind russell's performance yeah. you know yes yeah. um but yeah. as a girl i was you know, I wasn't yeah. drawn to the mother's character at all. Just like mm-hmm. about um, when Gypsy birthed, <laughs> you know, half, more than halfway through, which I was like, yeah. whoa, whenever yeah. you going to get to the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what's, do you have a history with this movie, Kathleen? Um, well, I, I kind of do. Uh, I do remember, I think, watching it or trying to watch it maybe a couple of times as a kid, but never, I don't, 
I don't have memories of watching it all the way through because I but yeah, I do remember like there were parts of it like in seeing the kids and feeling very sad for them. Mm-hmm. Like there was something about it that didn't really register with me. But then at the very end, like seeing like, you know, this girl and like her in the dress and like I didn't really understand. Like I must have been watching when I was I didn't quite understand the humor. But I, right. at the same time, I was like, you know, that that's like flashes of it. And then I know Natalie Wood. And um, yeah, but but I think that um, watching it now, I realize there's so many references and songs and things that I didn't realize come from Gypsy. Yeah, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually really, really loved watching it. And to what you were saying, like I I loved watching Rosalind Russell so yeah. much. I mean, so she's much. She's a national treasure. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't. I mean, like just I rewatching it and like in preparation for the podcast and like watching because I, I made sure that I, I always like to try and watch them at least. Till twice mm-hmm. or like go to the, like the essential scenes and it's like she is just a star yeah like, i can't absolutely. even get over how much i love rosalind russell bar none favorite movie auntie mame oh but, please. I mean, of course <laughs> but that's this one, who i want to be when I i'll meet too it's just <laughs> like i want to be auntie mame when i grow up <laughs> i'm like so just seeing her in this there's so much of that kind of like it's a different character but it's a similar like larger than life character for yeah. mama rose and it's just Oh my God, it's so good. It's mm-hmm. just, it's yeah. so wonderful. Well, what was your, how did you get to know this um, movie? I think the first time I watched this movie was probably during my days at the video store when I was going, working my way through the musical section. That was, the, which I had talked about in a previous episode where I was literally took like a summer where I was just like, I'm going to watch all of the musicals in the musical section. Yeah. And I think this was in one of them. And I was, as one does. <laughs> naturally. You know, your first year of college, what else are you going to do? Where were you? This, what? Was, this was when I lived in. LA when I first got to LA I got I got a job at a video store oh, and like, yeah that was a sweet time to be working in a video yeah, store too I mean, it like was late like, 90s you, and it was LA. funny pretty much and you could like and the rule was like you could rent out three movies at any given time so you could have three out on your account at any given time for free so yeah. there would be days when I would come and get three and then like go back and like pick up three the next shift like so I'd have like a constant flux of movies and I was just like fuck it I'm gonna watch all of the musicals yeah. and Gypsy was in one of them I and it was just like it was was one of those like this is such a joy like it was mm-hmm. such a joyful movie because it's I mean watching it again like watching it now like really paying attention to it there are some pretty dark scenes like yeah, yeah. Mo- the mother daughter like the mother gypsy relationship mm-hmm. that whole scene is hard to watch yeah, yeah I mean it's just like the I mean it's well acted and it's yeah pain, and it's the painful. Herbie relationship I think the, is hard oh, it's, it's actually really, quite yeah. Too. yeah and also I love Carl Malden like such a joy he's in this movie. so, so cute. That he's so cute he's like adorable. he really is it's just like oh my god yeah. like stepdad <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so I think that um that was my first my first and just loving it the loving this movie yeah. it was I just like that's so adorable yeah and it's such a big 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 movie like it's so it is over the top and this mm-hmm. like um so let's just run through some of the facts of this movie so it was yep. 1962 uh rosalind russell plays mama rose she won a golden globe for best actress for this movie in the musical comedy category natalie wood plays louise and then eventually gypsy rose lee and then carl malden is herbie summers who uh, also plays in the beginning is uncle jocko which is a stage name he's like a uh which is like a kitty sort of like a kid's um vaudeville act thing which sounds like an absolute nightmare yeah well i mean the idea of going to a theater to see like a series of children do putting on like a talent show yeah 
makes me want to cry. And the worst part of the job. Right like, like, what is yeah. this and why am I doing this? And they make it clear that the worst part of the job are the mothers, yes, not the children. naturally, yes. <laughs> but it was like when they, like, uh, Eddie, we'll get to that, but just the, like, the first scene is that all of them lined up and they're auditioning and it's just like, that sounds like, I'm not a child, children's person. I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm just not into kids no. personally. But kids these days would be different, you know? Oh, I feel I like the talent level. Of, back then, I think it was different, but like, I think we've had this conversation where the idea of going to see a production of Oliver, I'd rather... <laughs> Take my stuff, take my own life. It. It's All just that, cheer, that 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 like way children sing. You know, just, you don't like it. No, it's just tough. It's just. Oh my tough. gosh, you're heartless. Um, I know, but um, anyhow, so that's just my personal feelings. Um, and then uh, also, Anne Gillian plays Dainty June. Um, Baby June is played by a different actress, and she's absolutely adorable. But I didn't write her name down. And um, and then I wanted to give a um, a big shout out to the the strippers. Uh, Betty Bruce plays Tessie Tura. Faith. Oh. Dane plays Mazeppa oh, and nice. Roxanne Arlen plays Electra. These girls are not on the screen for very long, but they make a mm-hmm. lasting impression. They're like kind of like yes. they're like the pivot point of the movie. And oh, they're absolutely. Really cool. Like they are yeah. like the fairy. It God changes the whole the tone. Yeah. 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 It does. It changes the story. <laughs> so good. It they're does. the flora, fauna and Merryweather. <laughs> Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, So this movie was directed by Mervyn Leroy, and the costume is designed by Ori Kelly, who's an amazing costume designer, has done thousands of movies. And also, the hair for Natalie Wood in this movie is by our good friend, Sidney Gileroff. I googled it and found out how to say his name, so now I won't be... Stumbling over his name. Wow, so the hairdresser from our last Yeah, so the hairdresser from, so he's the hairdresser from Marie Antoinette. He was the hairdresser from this movie. He's been, I'm sure he's been in other movies that we podcasted, but um, he also, I just a quick glance at his IMDb page, he has 426 credits for movie and TV. This man does a lot of hair, which is amazing. So that's like mad ups to him. So uh, I've got some interesting facts on this movie. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> Gypsy was based on a musical and premiered in 1959. The movie, music was by Jules Stein, lyrics by Sondheim, books by and um, book by author uh, um, Arthur Lorenz. I didn't realize it was Sondheim. Yeah. So yeah. there was this whole story where they didn't. They wanted him. They wanted somebody else to do the music, so they ended up getting Jewel Stein, and um, Sondheim wasn't real pleased with that because he wanted to do the music and the lyrics. Right. And uh, I think it was one of the Hammerstein brothers actually talked him into just doing the lyrics, just being like, yeah, shut up and do the work. Yeah, because it doesn't sound, that wow. makes sense, because it doesn't sound like Sondheim. No, it doesn't. But it has, I think some of the lyrics has mm-hmm. that like pattern that he does. Exactly, the Jeez, wordy. Like, That's so interesting, that really... Once I noticed that, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, this I is kind totally of Sondheim. I um, And then, so this uh, was loosely based on the 50, 1957 memoir of the burlesque legend Gypsy Rose Lee. And the stage production premiered with Ethel Merman in the role of Mama Rose. And the show ran for 702 performances, closing yes. in March of 1961. It's a big deal when Amazing. it came out. Uh, so apparently, um, the, I was just curious when I was doing research, whatever happened to Dainty, ba- Baby Dainty June? Yes. Yes. And so uh, Gypsy's sister June was, in fact, a child vaudeville. And this is all according to Wikipedia, so it could be wrong. So don't hold me to that. <laughs> um, and then so she was a vaudeville um, star, performer beginning in 1902, billed as Baby June. She also appeared in silent films as a child. Uh, June did skip town and elope with Bobby Reed, um, but the, he was a boy in, um, in the vaudeville 
act, and it was in 1928 when that happened. And allegedly, Mama Rose called the police on Reed, and he was arrested. When Mama Rose got to the uh, police station, she pulled a concealed gun on him. What? And the safety was on, so she, when she fired it, so it didn't go off. But that she then attacked him, and the police had to restrain her. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and June and Bobby did end up marrying anyhow, but the uh, marriage didn't last very long. And that was according to a book, American Rose, A Nation Laid mm-hmm. Bare, colon, The Life and Times of Gypsy Rose Lee, or more commonly no- referred to as that stripper book with a really long title. There's <laughs> <laughs> literally two colons in that title. It's like, <laughs> thick one. It is a good book. I did read it. Is yeah. that this mm-hmm. one? Was that one, was that a different one than the biography? This one said American Rose. American Rose. That's the one that I read. Oh, okay. Um, And then apparently June continued to have a long career on stage and television. Her last gig was having a story arc on General Hospital in 1990. And then she died. Whoa. That's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. She ended up going by the name June Havoc. Yeah, end. that was her. Sounds familiar to yeah. me. Yeah. So she, uh, and then she eventually, she died in May of 19, or 20, 19. 2010. So she actually had a pretty Jeez. long life and That's career, fantastic. which um, was interesting. And then the filming of the movie was, um, and then acor- this is according to a um, article written by T- um, for TCM by Frank Miller, and that the filming was uh, fraught with tension from the very beginning because really? um, because Rosalind Russell's husband Frederick Brisson optioned the film rights to the stage musical to cast his wife specifically, even though Russell vehemently denies that in her memoir and Ethel. Oh. Merman had originated the role on Broadway oh. and her fans oh. were devastated and I wrote down no. that Julie Andrews and Carol Channing welcomed her into the club with open arms <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. uh, happened to the best of them yeah. <laughs> um, and despite the outcry Hollywood insiders agreed that Russell had marquee power and she um, but Oh, I was thinking too that Ethel Merman did uh, did star in No Business Like Show Business, which we podcasted before yes. in 1954, but that was considered a box office failure, oh, which was hell. a bummer. Um, I think I want to. I forget the year that um, Auntie Mame came out, but I think that this came out after. This Auntie came Mame. out after. So yeah. I think that that was such a huge, massive success that they couldn't really. Right. Like it was like Rosalind Russell's husband was like, "I'm producing this movie," and she's starring in it, and they were like, well, "I guess you're right." Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean. It's true. I mean, Ethel Merman is such a stage persona. Yeah. She's so big. And I mean, obviously this is a big role, but it wow. does it she's she's a specific boy and she would have owned it as Mama Rose. She would though. have, but I wonder though because watching um watching her uh, there's no business like show business. Mm-hmm. She didn't have that like her personality was so big. I don't know if she like I feel like her, she wouldn't have done like the, the nuance, the new because yeah. she was a stage actress and you're playing to the back row. Yeah. So it's like it's almost. I wonder if it's would have been Gosh. too tough to do. Well, I would have loved like, to have seen her. It would have been like, interesting to see. I think. Oh, I mean, just um, like on stage. Yeah, it is the role. I mean, it's the 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 most sought after role. I would feel like for a woman. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, no, bar know? none. Like that. That's why Those everyone songs. does it. That's why Barbara Streisand right now is working on her version of it. Is she? Oh, she's geez. producing. She's working to produce and direct it. It's like oh, there's no like definite it's dates I, or anything. But iconic. Yeah, and I'm like, give me some BB Stry in this role. I would. That sounds amazing. I did see Patty Lapone. 
oh, to it. Wow. And that was just phenomenal. I could see that. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. Was that the one where she ended up like yelling at somebody for having a cell phone? Oh, out? yeah. Yeah. Yes. She like mm-hmm. ended up stopping the show and kicked him out yes. personally, which oh. I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always a very satisfying clip to hear. Yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, Russell's voice was dubbed for this movie by uh, Broadway belter Lisa Kirk. Wait, it wasn't her singing? No, no, no. But that's what's so interesting about it. So Lisa wow. Kirk, who starred in the original stage production of Kiss Me Kate, which I know you love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this was the, the Broadway version. And she modulated her voice to sound near perfect to Rosalind Russell's because it sounds, it sounds so just much like, a, like her. And it's, it doesn't sound like she's a great singer. No, it's not. Yes. It sounds like she's kind of a rough sort of singer. Yeah. And it works so well. That's, like it's so good. That makes, it does make someone getting the role, like if you were Ethel Merman and yeah. you know that someone's not even singing yeah when it's, but that's the same thing with like uh, so with um audrey and my fair lady yeah. and um totally. i mean well i G-G. mean Gigi with leslie crone and then but that wasn't even a stage musical to begin with so that yeah. one i couldn't write a pass yeah. for that one but, but natalie like, would she's, she's natalie sang. would sing her own parts because her numbers weren't as big yeah it, she didn't require that big mm-hmm. of singing yeah. which i thought i actually liked that none of the none of the songs in this movie are saying with like such finesse and like such like lyrical yeah. quality. They're mm-hmm. actually sung like by like these pretty raw. It, it feels rough. It know? feels rough. And I think that's one of those things that like, I remember watching it as a kid, not having that same feeling of like, yeah, it's, it's not on that level of like a singing on the rain where everything's right. sort of dancing dreamy. like in dreamy. It's, it's not very dreamy. It mm-hmm. feels very like watching Annie where you're yeah. like, oh, it feels right. dark like that. Mm-hmm. And bit. I think that, um, you know, but it's also from that same era and just, like the depression because you know and it, like you can't really tell because the costumes and the hair is are very or like early 60s but like and that was one of the things i was like i kind of have to google like when exactly did this take place yeah. because i mean Rosalind russell's stuff looks amazing and very like 1920s but um right, and then the kids look like newsies but when they get to like gypsy and then what she's doing it's very like to the to the period you know and I'm totally okay with like she looks fabulous yeah. I'm not you know it's yeah. not even a quibble but it's, it's just more like huh what what time is this I noticed too that Rosalind Russell also had the blue eyeshadow up to her right, eyebrow yeah. which I think was very like early like 60s like so I was like, very, like the they can never hide 60s. it that's what yeah. I love about time period movies yeah. like yeah. you can never hide what time period you are actually yeah. those early ones too yes. because they're just like they didn't they did they could do like a really good job on the costumes but then like I think you had mentioned in some movies where it's just like frosty orange lipstick yeah, in like yeah. The 18th especially right, yeah. And, and i feel like it's, it's especially on the leads sometimes yeah. like the extras and, the, and I, they'll be flawless yeah but then they'll they'll the lead will they'll modernize them in some way whether it's like a you know doing a, a glossy lip and when everything is flawless you know yeah. or um and i love when certain there are i feel like especially now people are trying to step away from that and like make things where everything's more authentic. But you see it a lot more. And especially in those movies, it's like, and again, I can use singing in the rain as this. It's like, it's a movie made in the fifties or sixties about the twenties. And so it's done in this, like it's, it's done with that, definite edge of like you can see the mix of the two time periods mm-hmm. especially in the hair and makeup totally. I feel and especially on the leads um, uh, but I, you know again like I guess I'm not I'm just no. I'm not hating because they look fabulous <laughs> I know it's kind of it's fun it's flawless I think what's great about these movies too like when they do them like these period films like in the in the like from the 60s and they do a period film but yeah. it doesn't look 
specifically period it almost like it almost gives you like a childlike whimsy too because it's yes. almost like a someone who is not aware or not a not an expert in the period mm-hmm. kind of like did a version of their own period you know so yes. it's like it's almost like the shit that I do like yeah. I love doing mm-hmm. like period-esque I like putting an esque at the end of things yeah because it's like I'm just like I'm gonna make an I'm gonna make a you know, an 18th century men's costume, but it's going to be fully sequined and it's going to be like have an oversized giant hat or something, something that's like completely, I'll, I'll reference it and I want to get details from it, but I don't want to stay strictly to it. And I think that's what really like really draws me to these movies is that there's like an air of like, Mm -hmm. they're just like, that's cool. It's magic. It is is. magic. It's a bit of magic. It's it's magic. It's infusing. It's like taking the good stuff from the period and then just infusing it with what's awesome Mm -hmm. today. Yeah. Well, like as you're saying this, I'm just like, I'm, thinking clear day clear day it's like on a clear oh, day you can see God. forever well, perfect like it's Cecil Beaton but then it's like yeah. you, you know and I I know like in some places it was like well it's not you know like people want to sort of pick it apart like oh look at like and almost make fun of it and I'm like don't you yeah. touch that well we need <laughs> I don't to care we can't go about any further that, into that movie yet because when we podcast <laughs> yeah. that it's gonna be like <laughs> probably gonna a need three-part a... series, and think, lives are gonna will. change. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. This movie, well, when we get, we'll that get movie's to everything. It. But a good example yes. of that, where it's like it's pure magic. Yes, you know? it is. Um, so that's. Um, I also have some information about the uh, the production because apparently Natalie Wood and Russell and Russell did not get along at all. <gasps> really? Because Russell was kind of uh, was fearing that a young actress would pull focus from her, and she responded by being kind of a frosty bitch. Oh, and um, wow. Natalie Wood responded by doing the exact same thing and like it was kind of a whole thing and then the publicity campaign centered completely around um natalie wood which was oh, kind of like wow, her really? worst nightmare come true mm. so it was a bit of a bit of a bummer and uh rosalind russell's uh, did dominate the reviews though but a lot of them complained about her replacing ethel merman in the role right. so can't win Yikes. but I loved it so. <laughs> well that was some fabulous info right yeah. there that was interesting news so that's pretty much all the new, the the facts fact stuff that I have on this movie and um, we could sort of run through the storyline on it and sure. just talk about the costume that would be great yeah so um, the storyline of this costume or this costume the storyline of this movie movie is based is uh basically about is gypsy rosalie's life starting from her early days in vaudeville and it opens up with um the like i was saying the kids going to the kids uh performing at a on a review um there are their um they're auditioning for a vaudeville review from uncle jocko's kitty capers and uh they it's a series of kids and they're all they're all Oh God, I can't, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> so they're all auditioning and yeah. it seems to be going very well because Uncle Jack wants to kill himself. Yeah. And uh, the stage mothers are giving him a run for his money and all this stuff, which is, which is pretty funny. And then they eventually get to baby June and company. Yes. And who's the young, young Louise is and company, which I thought was adorable. So she, like the, the Louise character from this whole, the young Louise character is pretty funny because she's kind of self-aware that she's like, I'm second banana and yeah. I have no skills. She's yeah. totally okay with so that. Good. She's yeah. just like taking um, it. And then as they're as they're auditioning, Mama Rose bursts through, and it's like <laughs> heaven on earth. That whole <laughs> like a four minute long monologue of her walking on stage, and like 
Yeah, like she's like with her tiny like dog. Yeah. You know, talking like, to the band. Yeah. Mr. Conductor, yeah. Mr. Lights. Yeah. Mr. Oh Do you my want gosh. peach or a pink or amber? I can never tell which one's better. <laughs> Introducing Chelsea. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, she is so good. I loved it so much. And she's wearing that absolutely amazing, like, um, what is she wearing? She's that wearing leopard? that like, leopard, yes. like sort of car coat with the hat that's almost like comes to points yeah, on the side. And she's, yes. It's such a, like, I want to, re- I want to memorize that entire monologue because it's goes for like five minutes with only two lines from uncle Jocko, like in her cell. So it's like, it's amazing. It's, she's, so good. I, I can't say enough about her. She's I, so yeah. Adorable. And I love her bold wardrobe. Like everything she is, is like, well, she wears mm-hmm. the leopard a lot, like consistently funny, through yeah. the first, you know, it's a third of the movie. And I like that also too, to show that like they're, they don't have money. Like you see them like clearly time has passed and she's still wearing the same yeah. clothes and the kids are too, I'm sorry, the kids are too. And like the, um, the clothes start looking like out of shape or like, you know, not fitting quite right. And, the, and then the kids are growing up. So yeah. yeah, but yeah, that first part, she nails it. She's oh, just God. like comes in and, and I think that'd be, I, I can't imagine. Cause like, I kept thinking it's, it's like American Idol, but it's not cause it's on a smaller scale, yeah. but this would have been a time when, like live theater stuff would have was a thing it's like huge. you would have seen this yes. a lot more you know i mean this yeah. would have been like 19 something or like early ni- early teens um right did I yeah i think it, that's why it was like you yeah. know trying to like kind of frame frame it and yeah, i mean clothes are very yeah, 1920s like early you know? 19 yeah early 1920s 20s, um so or even like late teens early 20s so it's like it makes sense that vaudeville would be the number one because movies hadn't really been um hasn't been ubiquitous as it yeah. was once it got to the mid-20s so mm-hmm. it's it's really funny and i love when they do the let me entertain you yes. which watching it <laughs> after seeing this movie like a while and then you see baby june performing again you're just like Ooh. <laughs> it's cringy it real, like the first time you're like that's adorable but then after you've seen the movie and yeah. go back you're like oh this is yeah i know what happens sure. to that song yeah. and then i love that my favorite part too is when she's like i'll do some kicks and then louise is like i'll do some tricks and then just does the finger thing <laughs> what's laugh, the finger thing the little like i'm gonna show you Oh yeah, that. <laughs> it's like so. She just like does it really slow above Over her, her head. head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will do something. Every time that they, they baby June, baby June and Dainty June did like any numbers, I laughed so hard. Yeah. I don't know why, but I thought like, and then when they did the American flag, I thought, I thought oh my I thought, god, like they. I thought it was so funny. Oh, it was for America. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and, oh my god! And when they go to when they have to um, audition for PT Grand Singer, then Rose is on stage to like jumping in and like. Oh my she's gosh! Like, yeah. Getting the hat back, and she's like, she's like, did like a dance off the stage. She just like gets in it when there's no need no, no at need. all. She just can't stay off the stage. So she really can't, and, and that's then, the whole thing. When like the, she's the train is going away, and they're like, she's the the, the baby June has to like deliver her monologue. She's yes. like delivering it with her, like literally mouthing <laughs> every single word. It's, it's so great, funny. Oh my god! I thought her. I every stage mother was as funny as she was. I'm yeah. sure people would not have a problem with stage mothers, but <laughs> unfortunately. Oh man! Oh my god! It was pretty so, hilarious. So funny. And then and like they're they're and they're traveling around like 
you know, she's basically sort of shopping them around right. trying to get work. Like I mean, that's, as you know, a, yeah, as vaudeville, yeah, that's what you yeah. do is you just go, you'd get a, you'd audition each theater, get, get, get a two week gig and then you move to the next one. So yeah, she was doing that for her kids. So I yeah. Mean, that's t- oh, and Gypsy Rosalie, she's from Seattle. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That we was say crazy. Like- <laughs> I know when I, I was watching, about, I was like, oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. So um, we are f- recording from Seattle. This and is we're so in- meta. <laughs> so meta. It totally is. So we're in the home of Gypsy Rosalie. Her yes. ghost could be somewhere. So right. she was actually from here. She mm-hmm. was born here. Um, Baby June was actually born in uh, Vancouver. Oh, cool. And then they eventually like left. So I don't think she spent much time here, but mm-hmm. she was born here. So that's really, really cool. This is yeah. where Rose's father in the movie Yes, yeah. Rose's father. Yeah. So yeah. after they um, after they audition, Uncle Jocko quits his job, and then they all kind of like pile into the car, and they're on their way mm-hmm. back to Seattle to kind of regroup. And right. that's when they run into Uncle Jocko again yes. in um, some random little town and they uh get a gig at a tiny little theater yep and uncle jocko um starts putting the moves on rose <laughs> and rose yes, is getting her way through at the because... chinese restaurant yeah. <laughs> no Who, which her outfit just so happened to be fabulous oh my god that outfit that was outfit. like straight up uh, like <laughs> oriental she not chinoiserie realness like it was it was so beautiful that like red like chinese mm-hmm. red like with the black totally. accents it was so beautiful yeah. with all that like floral around the collar i know that was amazing I, was yeah perfect. when she opened the coat when they were having the conversation mm-hmm. at the marquee under like at the ticket booth and then she ended up opening the coat and it was just like the shock of red i was like whoa that's gorgeous that's i was like her, her wardrobe is so bold like everything great. about it like i just there's even she's even got like dagger hems on oh things. yeah like, those are so very cute angled yeah, and, like, super you know, eccentric when i've yeah. seen the live productions of this i she's not as done up as she is in this film she's yeah. like it's a lot more extravagant in yeah. the in the film version a lot more colorful and less poor looking yeah you know less poor looking <laughs> like, you know that's like what you she know. you know that yeah i think that was one of my favorite outfits of her is that red that way i love that one I and i also that. loved her um madame rose's um what was madame rose's tori adorables outfit where it was like oh, the yes. all yellow yeah the all yellow and black in, in the in the desert it was like yellow oh, and black and had like the yes. roses like applicate on the sleeves amazing it was too. so cute that one was really cute and then her oh, finale I look was, I was gonna really say in the good. black and white no, no. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Because that one had like favorite. a weird, like, kind of like one shoulder. Uh-huh. Like, it was oh, like yes. asymmetrical. That one was totally. really cool. Yeah. And she's got some legs, too. She's got oh, great when legs. she, like, um, did the split yeah. up the side, I was like, you is old, but you look she's good. Got moves. She's she had, got she some games. Yeah. How old is she in this movie? Um, It would have been I 62. Seen her 50s. I'd, have to go- I'd have to Google quickly to find out how what year she was born in. Um, one of the Be things I, I kept thinking of when we were talking is that she remember she had the felt pin with all the like brotherhood pins on oh, it yeah. and she was oh, and she was using it to um, you know uh, like get her way around oh, like yeah, to yeah. get gigs and stuff and they're like oh I'm, I'm you an elk I'm an elk you know and <laughs> what is the one where they do this like the buffalo yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> yeah so I love that she does so she, uh, when she does all of the anything sort of like to get her way she's like let's just do like yeah she's just so good and like i love that that character is sort of like kind of gets in and every sort of like social social club for men that way because she knows that they're all mm-hmm. going to be part of yeah. that like are they a rotary are they a striner are they <laughs> you know those sort of things um so apparently she was um i'm trying to do math 55 years old 55 is that amazing right? mm, yes so she's born in 1907 62 
minus seven is 55. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and that is freaking sweet. Third grade like, math. That means she, she, she would have she been 55, but she has some legs on a 55-year-old yeah. woman at the end when she's doing, like, Rose's turn, and she, yeah. like, pulls, and she's like, you like them apples? And she's got, like, the leg Dude, out. that's because like, she's, she's a she's stage so lady, good. you know? I and everything it. of, like, Carol Channing, those ladies were, like, fit in their own way. And like, you know, even um, Ethel Merman probably had great legs, too. <laughs> I mean, she actually, she always had, she had a great legs, figure, though. like, yeah. in um, There's No Business Like Show oh, Business, yeah. you know? That's, that's true. Um, so back to the story. So they end up back in Seattle and then Rose is trying to regroup and Uncle Jocko, uh, Herbie now he's like giving up the Uncle Jocko life. So he, um, messages them and says, I got you a gig in Chicago. Come meet me. And she, and then Rose ends up singing, um, the, some people, some people, which is one of my favorites. (laughs) So good. All the things that I had to go to. (laughs) So So good. good. Um, (laughs) Uh, yeah, so that was a wonderful number. She's wearing like that green sort of like green blouse with the um, with the blue tweed uh, long skirt. Yes, and she ends up getting she ends up wearing that leopard coat again at the end. Yeah, which I love any song that kind of be, like I love the end of the song when it's like when she's like not Rose, but it's like not Rose. <laughs> and she's like marching off the stage, and I'm like, that's my favorite. She's every, amazing. My favorite thing about musicals is when they do that with music. I'm like that's the end note. Where they're like, <laughs> Like a human trombone. I know, it just identified. That's I was able to identify it by watching this movie. I'm like, I love that. I absolutely yeah. love that because they just, big finish. Yeah, <laughs> and you know they're all leaning back when they walk and they're marching. And oh, that's so funny. It's a good exit. So good. Um, so then she goes. They have to put the, put an act together. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be uh, Baby June, um, surrounded by a a little like a backup group of boys and then they end up in Chicago with Herbie and she so that's when uh they baby June and her newsboys happens which right. is that's the one that I lost my mind <laughs> so funny and it's also too because Louise can't keep yeah. up and they're like extra and, extra <laughs> so good she's, she's like not quite in step but they have her dressed like one of the boys like just in the back you know but like front and center so, so it's like oh man then, I love the little girl that plays her too oh she's great she's, good. she's fantastic because she's she still plays or it she's, that, actually is this like, Natalie you know, Wood at this point already not, no it wasn't Natalie not, Wood this is yet. still the first so Louise and Baby June were the first or are still the first Louise okay. um there's only two there's only two girls so it's the two young girls who play baby june and young louise and then it literally turns into like mm-hmm. um louis uh, natalie wood starts playing her once right. they start getting into de- um, right. dainty yeah june. um and so then when uh baby june pops like bursts through the newspaper <laughs> that spin, oh god right into a split <laughs> <laughs> Same old routine, but still if going you're gonna, strong. If you're gonna enter a room, you may as yeah. well do a few. My pirouettes. name is June. What? What's yours? But I love the idea. That's pretty creepy. It's is that like child voice singing? Yeah. Is like ah, oh. it's like. It's like chewing on tinfoil, um, but it's adorable. Um, and then. So, but that's my, that's going to be my new way of entering the room when I go into meetings (laughs) is to do like three pirouettes and then right into a split. And then I think that, you're onto something. Yeah. I think that's how it's going to go. That's an icebreaker. Um, and then, um, 
she does her like let me entertain you and it's all peppy and stuff and she does these high kicks where she's like really so high good. kicks <laughs> I mean everybody was great they're, yeah, they're amazing dancers good, they were so on point it was such a good like kind of like floor routine that yeah. I lo- I was I could not help but laugh because she's doing like the little like butt that like the butt wiggles and oh, it's yeah. like perfectly timed to the music and then she goes off and does her like bows and then it turns into like the fin- they turn into the encore which is the um the stars and stripes forever yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> <not> <laughs> stop laughing the, trench, the trenches and the strobe light so good but i love when the guys God. come on and they're all in like different uniforms there's like air force guys and navy guys and like army guys and then um, louise is dressed as uncle sam <laughs> and she's, like, doing her, like, you can like see her hair <laughs> under the wig yeah it's like her little heels clicks like <laughs> and then like and then the like eagle comes out. And like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so much. comes out with two batons. It's like Fourth of July on crack. And then another split. And then another split. Yes, she's doing it all on toe shoes. Oh my god, yeah. it's so good. It's so crazy. Good. And then they do the strobe light. Like yeah, that running. was my favorite it's so part. Cute. Oh it's my so love creepy. A good kids pageant though. Light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then it then it fades out into what would be um, dainty june and then so natalie wood starts playing right the mm-hmm. part as young as she possibly can and uh which i thought she did a wonderful she did job. Did. job they kind She's of like, so beautifully yeah. like earnest and yeah. sweet and they babied her up for that yeah. she actually it ended up looking good it wasn't as uh, it wasn't as off look it wasn't as mm-hmm. weird looking yeah. as some times when you see they try to do that in these period in these I think yeah I think they really nailed it because especially like they didn't put makeup on her mm-hmm. like sometimes they'll mess it up but you're like okay she's still got a little of that liquid eyeliner on <laughs> like, you know it's 1962 but if she's 13 really you know? yeah. yeah they really kept her <laughs> yeah kept so her fair and young and, and just mm-hmm. boyish looking so and her cool. hair was cute and um, um yeah and then they the so right after the, so right after they introduced that it's they've been hoofing it and they were headlining the orpheum circuit um they they show them all like sleeping in the bedroom like all 10 of them like sleeping in the bedroom which was kind of adorable. <laughs> it was, was like, really cute like, it's like in, it's like slave labor um <laughs> uh, summer camp <laughs> well that's where it had a very like annie feel to it, yeah you know it did. Mm-hmm. and then it was it turns out to be louise's birthday and they get end up giving her all the gifts and then was so sweet so it was it really was sweet, really sweet. But also, like, kind of, it was a bit of a bummer where I'm like, oh, this is, it's kind of like yeah. showing you the reality of their lives and stuff, the way mm-hmm. that there's like, she, uh, there, nobody has money, that much money to give gifts and stuff. Cause well, they have, yeah, they have no money. Yeah. yeah it would have been the depression. Like, if we got paid. Probably been, like, right at the, <laughs> that's what right I'm thinking. It probably would have been, like, right around that time because that's what made it so hard for them to get work because all of that was closing down. Right. For like 1927, even before the crash, like, a lot of that was kind of changing because of the film industry. Yeah. And so, um, you know, but, but yeah, it would still have been a struggle. I mean, they were definitely living like, like gypsies, you know, pretty much. Yeah. And then they ended up giving, so then the, 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 that scene was really funny because the landlord, the landlord, (laughs) the landlord was, well, it was funny because the landlord was like, are you good? Well, there's that, but the, the, the landlord's like, are you cooking in here? And like busts them for having like 30 kids in the room and like all these pets and stuff, which I'm just like, how many pets, if you're living on the road, how many pets do you need? And that goat was so cute. That goat, yeah, the baby goat, the lamb was so cute. But I was just like, you have a lamb, you have a monkey, you have two birds. Yeah. I'm like, like Jesus, you're you live out of a car. Maybe you should like pair back on the pets. 
<laughs> yeah, you you she went because they're not a part of the act. No, they never were. It's not, not like yet. she was doing not an yet. act. She did. She did in one scene, I think, talk about the future act with, yeah. the, okay. with the goat. And the she monkey. was always scheming something. That's yeah. why they had that cow costume. Yeah, like, it was... the cow. Eventually. Yeah, that's when she first mentions the cow coming to her in her dream, which was sort of like a reoccurring theme. Yeah, which was funny. Mm-hmm. And then the landlord was like busting in and like catching him. It was like becomes a big old thing. And then of course, Mama Rose, being the smartest woman in the yeah. world, she literally pulls him into another room and then fakes a sexual assault which is crazy so crazy (laughs) but so funny to watch her like tear her coat out like push him on the floor and tear her coat off and just be like basically like one-sided so good and she plays it so well she's so funny with that where she's like even if how like dark the material is it was so funny that she could do that and then um then it turns into uh have an egg roll mr goldstone which is was my one of my favorite songs (laughs) have a gladstone Uh, mr egg roll oh this is so good when she like switches it all um but she's Have a chopstick, have a chair. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> um, it's but pure then they, clownishness. Then they get to the bridge in the song, and she's all like, "There are gladstones, there are something stones, there are grindstones," and all the boys are like, mm, "Oh like yeah." <laughs> Going along with the con, so yeah, good. they're great. The, like, the boys they, were awesome. The bo- yeah, the boys in that scene, mm-hmm. the boys t- in total were actually really yeah. good actors and really good, like in their roles. They kind of chewed the scenery, yeah, really well. They did. Um, which so that number is um, a national treasure, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then they and then it kind of uh, kind of like the it dissolves to. Uh, Louise having her own little moment of yeah. like where she sings Little Lamb, which is kind of a weird song that they yeah. kind of shoehorn in to make you feel yeah. bad for her because she doesn't realize she doesn't know how old she is because of all mm-hmm. the lies about ages and stuff. So, I mean, it was definitely one of those like it's life is tough. Yeah. You know, it's tough being Rose's daughter is basically, yeah. I think, the premise of that. And movie. it did give a, more of a, a dark darkness to the story than, like, say, your average musical. That's, like, mm-hmm. usually, yeah. you know, it, it, it did have more depth in that way. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. You need to throw a, a little ballad in there because otherwise it's just all... All yeah. rose and all <laughs> rose, she's all the big time. Yeah. and Are loud. Okay so it's nice to have a soft little mousy ballad yeah. in there. <laughs> uh, it's it was funny. I wonder. I I there were some numbers that were cut out of it. And I wonder if maybe there was like a reprise to that song or something because yeah. it kind of did seem a little mm-hmm. bit weird, like a one off thing. Mm-hmm. But it was it was nice, and that was when you first get Natalie Wood's singing voice, which is. Which isn't strong, but it works. Yeah, yeah so. she's, a, she's such a good works. actress. She is a good actress. Totally works. Um, and then the next part of this. So what happens after that? They. Um, oh, that's right. They get the um, PT Grandsinger um, audition. That yes. was the whole point. Was um, that? Dainty that's June why. And her farm boys. Then her yeah. farm boys, because everyone was so excited that um, Mr. Goldstone was getting them on audition with PT Grandsinger. Yep. Which was adorable. And I also love that when I watched it, I was just like, Mr. Goldstone did not say a single word in that entire nope. scene. <laughs> no. It was just all was reaction. Just, just all overwhelmed. And he was just so happy. He was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, yeah, the dainty, uh, dainty June and her farm boys, which was so funny that again it's the same routine yeah but just sort of like a different a different slant where she's like I said in newsboys it's gonna be mm-hmm. farm boys yeah <laughs> and <laughs> a cow <laughs> that giant cow I forgot same routine though <laughs> yeah. hi I'm June 
<laughs> so good. And What's then Louis- Louise was the front end of that cow, and she was all like, "Mamoo, mamoo." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. So good. We need to get you a cow tan. Yeah. Like a cow head, sort of like as a prop to use. I think it'd be great. Mamo, <laughs> mamo. Into it. Um, but I, my other favorite thing about that is when they go to like the um, the Broadway part of it. Broadway. Yep. Broadway. And they. Uh, they June is getting on the train and she's like, "Stop!" And she's like, "What care I for tinsel and glamour?" Tinsel. <laughs> 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 so good. <laughs> what? <laughs> so perfect. Um, and then, uh, so that ends up being that the Mr. P.T. Grant singer only wants baby June for, he wants to kind of like extract her out of that, yes. and out of the group and make her an actress and Mama Rose is not having it. And then, uh, so there's this whole fight with the, 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 I guess his secretary who wrote up the contract and yes. all that stuff. And, and, uh, there, and, but I did notice that, did you notice that office that oh they God. were in their office in air quotes? What the hell were uh, it? I it looked like the top of a building. It was gorgeous. I, I was don't know just what like, it, are they in somewhere in like the Never-Ending Story or something? Yeah. Like, who has an office like <laughs> I don't, that? I don't know. It was it, it was so beautiful. I don't know. <laughs> it was a beautiful wooden stairs and then down. Yeah. Like, wrought iron yeah. dome. Yeah, that, like, gold wrought iron dome. It was amazing. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and and like June was dressed in like that very interesting thing where it was like everything was she seemed like was very hot pink underneath, but yeah. then she had the white coat, and little hat, and. Oh. And it was all fur, and um, but but I felt like it was it was very much like Shirley Temple, mm-hmm. like it was totally trying to emulate that like early '30s Shirley Temple, like looking making her look like a doll, which probably, as she even said, is creepy at some point because she's like 13, you yeah. know. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna be the oldest baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was like even when they gave, um, I guess you know. Like when they when they celebrated Louise's birthday, so they were like ten candles again, and and, uh, <laughs> oh, right. and you know and, and then uh, you know I think at some point Mama Rose was like, as far as anyone knows, no one's older than twelve, you know, like <laughs> and uh, I wrote that down because I was like, there's definitely a thing going on where it's like yeah. trying to keep them young, you yeah. know. Which I wonder, I it's it's so funny because I think in the end it ends up biting her biting her in the ass where it's like the the the. The numbers didn't grow. The show didn't grow. Right. They didn't keep up with the time. So it's mm-hmm. all like the baby thing ends up kind of like biting them in the ass because yeah. it's just like it's not working and you're kind of like trying to force them into being yeah. a baby. Yeah. It doesn't. Well, even at one point, Louise is like, no, no more babies. Like, no more babies. It's not going to happen. You yeah. Know? She's, like, she's like, I'm <laughs> 35 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they're doing the Tori Adorables and they're out in the desert. Oh it's like, that's that's bad. Yeah. That's real bad. When you're that's... like living in a tent and trying to make a show happen. <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh my god so imagine good. being a young girl you're like 12 13 14 years old and you're like living in a tent with like seven other like my somehow, first question was what did they parents okay? think yeah i guess it would have been the depression they were probably like yeah. one less mouth to feed you know yeah it's probably like, yeah go yeah. with this strange woman and her not married to husband and go yeah. live in the desert and you know sure, become right. an actress sure just don't come back without any money <laughs> Like, no, at one point she was like, oh, you know, make sure to write to your parents yeah, and ask them for money. Yeah. 
so that was actually a really good scene so but yeah. that's um so back to the office where they were having the issues so um my mama rose is turning down the gig and they end up singing um if mama was married which is a great song yeah it's mm-hmm. um, a great song. that's a really cute song. which is basically like them being like get get us out of this life and then yeah. she ends up being like no um so they end up getting another gig somewhere else despite the fact that the vaudeville scene is pretty much crumbling out for out from underneath them and that's where they set up the story that or the storyline that all of the other boys all the dancers are kind of like searching for other things to do mm-hmm. louise has louise has a um sort of a moment out back with tulsa who apparently <laughs> was also in West, uh, west side story too mm-hmm. yeah and he does this whole dance thing where it's um all if all i need is a girl um and it's really cute but it's also like the whole time you're just like she, i'm like I, i'm like louise is sprung on tulsa she wants some yeah. of that tulsa d <laughs> and so and he's like completely oblivious to it because you know he's a man he wants and he wants to dance with june which yeah. is just like obviously a knife in louise's heart um and then after that they're on they're that they're on the train platform mm-hmm. and going to their next gig and, and all the guys are like we want to bounce like leave the leave the show and Herbie's like come on guys get it together and that's when Louise comes running in and basically announces that June is nowhere to be found and has left a note and she's run off to get married with her uh, with her with that's her both, crazy with scandal scandal yeah. ensues scandalous <laughs> yep and then Mama Rose is like lost. so young yep. can you imagine though? 13 years old yeah I mean, a pioneer, wow. pioneer country, as the guy says. They never yeah. changed the law, so it's perfectly legal. Yeah, in the South and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's it's like, wild. Oh, it was probably Where were they? I think they were like Nebraska or something, yeah. weren't they? So yeah. it would have been like, if they'd never changed the books, it would have been like back when the, they settled the state. And, like, yeah, I think those, the real June, she was like 16. Oh, she was. I don't I know if she was. She was I, I think I read young. it was like a little bit, but, you know, they changed well 13. even when mama rose is saying she's 13 i yeah, kind of was like um that, yeah. and that's a good point really? maybe like chronologically <laughs> she actually was 16 yeah, yeah. but we don't you actually know, know what yeah really that's right. true ever. yeah and then so that's when they do the song that's when Eth- oh, ethel merman oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's when uh, mama rose rosalind russell <laughs> sings a very well dubbed version of everything's coming up roses which is literally like <laughs> she has lost her goddamn mind <laughs> that's it's the moment amazing where you're just like wow she has gone off the deep end yeah she's like i have a dream it's gonna be you we're yeah. gonna make everything happen and she's like and then she's like at the yeah end, you realize like, how just how obsessive she really is i mean you it's know? so crazy and then she's like everything's coming up roses and lollipops <laughs> like oh my god psycho mom yeah, like, i think i think i even wrote down when she's like really hit and i'm like a mama rose has entered beast mode yeah she's straight up she's in full beast mode <laughs> she's like she's running on she's just running on pure energy at this point oh my god oh my god um yeah so that was really sort of like the that was the nail in the coffin that rose has lost her mind and probably will never come back from it yeah um uh yeah 
And so. that's when they sort of go on the, like, that's their last, like, she's doing the um, Madame Rose's Tori Adorables. And oh, right, they yeah. get the gaggle of girls, and she's like, you know, I could save money, and I could just, I found surplus stores. We'll just stay out in the desert instead of hotels. And she was always trying to, like, you know, save a buck. And um, Well, and, she didn't have a buck to save. <laughs> right, so. exactly. And, you know, they're out there rehearsing, and at some point, uh, you know, uh, Natalie Natalie Wood's like, she's like, Mama, this is rotten. Like, it's oh my not God. But happen, when they do the know? number, though, that's like, the, and she's like, <laughs> and she so does the, bar, 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 and like, she comes. <laughs> Natalie Wood comes out with a white blonde wig on top of her brown yeah, hair. Like, that, that whole wig situation with her oh hair is man. It's hard to watch. She does it like a half split and she's like, my name's Louise. What's yours? <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. It's, and then they do the Stars and Stripes forever and she's literally holding a holder and spinning the baton. Oh, like you yeah. Can tell, like she's <laughs> she's, she's like, so bad. Zero, she's not into it. Zero talent. Zero talent. Because you're like, oh man, it's just could they have bothered to figure out what she was good at before you Mama just Rose put her in castanets? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you wonder, <laughs> you wonder if like the real like chips, you know, yeah. gypsy was that bad. Exactly. Well, I imagine if you're like if you're not yeah. that if you're not a dancer and you're not an acrobatic kind mm-hmm. of thing, and someone tries to and make you do it, is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this like blonde wonder, then you're gonna look bad. <laughs> Probably be just as like terrible at it as yeah. she was. Um, but that was hol- hilarious. But that's the one where Rose wears the really amazing like yellow the bright yellow, yellow yes. tunic with yeah. the zigzag sleeves. I think it's uh, my favorite. Like the yellow in this movie. It's, it's really great. The, yeah. I mean yeah. the colors in general but yeah. so my good. favorite costume which and we're not and also yet, the girls are wearing these w- strange like kind of like panniers with yes. like the combs yeah that's yeah. weird like the big combs in the back <laughs> like, of their head with like the sequin mm-hmm. veils because they're all supposed to be like senoritas, senoritas. Yeah. it was actually pretty cool I was it like, was I pretty cool I love that like yeah clearly a dress rehearsal kind of look but it was still pretty good and yeah. they were terrible as they well. were terrible all of them were terrible, <laughs> terrible. they were not in, in all indisciplined yeah and that's when they get booked into the uh the opera house in a, in some random city yes and, and, and at that point they've decided that they're going to be rose louise and her hollywood blondes yes. remember right. they, they redo the whole thing yes i have a whole list of there was baby june and company dainty june and company dainty june and her farm farm boys Madame Rose's Tori Adorables and Rose Louise and her Hollywood Blondes. Yes. Oh my so there was a lot goes, of iterations. Goes, it's, you know what, it's, <laughs> that's it's just a, sexy. That's a sexy one. The Hollywood yeah, Blonde. Yeah. That actually would be a great, you know. But it, you know, yeah. just knowing that they're like young girls is kind of weird. Yeah. But that's when they get booked into the theater and then they arrive there and it is blatantly obvious that this is not a regular theater. Yep. It, is a, it is a house of burlesque. <laughs> Ayo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something funny going on around here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the up and up. Um, and they were booked in as the act to basically keep the to keep them respectable with the law because yes. it couldn't have been just a stripper house. It couldn't have been a strip house. It had to have some sort of theatrical element mm-hmm, to it. So right. they were the act that was going to legitimize them. And right. the stagehand was like, Dee, you guys must be terrible. <laughs> right. like, and if there's like a raid, you can be like, look, there's children. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. It can't Nothing. be all bad. Yeah. Well, respectable uh, place. Yeah. 
Um, and that is, and Rose is not having it because Rose doesn't like yes. dirty no. talk. She no, like no, dirty no, no. Yeah. She doesn't deal with that stuff. She's a She's, lady. And also she, <laughs> also like she points out burlesque when, uh, when any vaudeville act plays burlesque, you may as well, that's washed up. That yep. basically is the bottom of the barrel. You can't come up and come back from that. And there's like kind of a big delineation between at least back in those days because yeah. now burlesque is pretty dope. It is pretty <laughs> awesome. I mean, I'd it's rather go, cool. yeah, I'd rather say <laughs> yeah. burlesque act than a vaudeville. Act, yeah, for real. <laughs> I'll see them both. If they're gonna do like yeah. a back Actually, and forth like kind of combo, like yeah. you know, like that hubba review that they do in San Francisco is a bit like that. It's With- like. You know, a little bit like weird joke, like vaude- sorry, vaudeville jokes, and then like, but but it's more like they're the MCs, and then in between, yeah. like there's acts. But some of the acts are super clowny and funny, yeah. you know, and like, and it's great. I love that there's like, you're like, I'm laughing, but it's sexy. It's not. It's so conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when. Uh, so so Rose is like, no, not gonna have it, not gonna do it. And Louise is basically the voice of reason. It's like yeah. we got no monties. We yeah. have mm-hmm. zero cash in our wallet. We need to do this, otherwise we're gonna. Starve, and that's going to be sad for everyone. <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah. it was kind of a slow roll because at first they're like, okay, they're here, and then they go off into the different dressing rooms, mm-hmm. and that's when they sort of get a sense of like they first meet like the first stripper, and then just seeing them walking back and forth, like they're just horrified. Yeah, they're like oh god. Oh, it's so know? interesting though. Is when, <laughs> did you notice when they walked into the theater, all the girls walk in, and Louise walks in after, and she's yes. carrying the bull head, yes. and she's like full lady like she actually looks she kind of well, I they wonder, have her in heels she's, That's the in, first heels time she's in heels and she's wearing like a fitted kind of like mm-hmm. blouse like yeah um, like a uh, sport coat kind of thing her hair's like, a little bit longer she, yeah she's yeah <laughs> yeah she looks older and that's the first yeah. time she yeah the hair and especially. i think that i may think that maybe like this sort of like switch of her be not trying to fill louis uh, baby june's shoes is kind right. of starting the transformation of her mm-hmm. because well she a is woman. Rose louise like, with her hollywood blondes and also it feels like she's starting just to discover her voice mm-hmm. yeah. and know how to speak up to her mother and to and to just yeah you see her just kind of step into her woman shoes a little yeah, yeah. for sure I thought it was great I thought that that was kind of nice scene. like kind of like transition or mm-hmm. like a sort of like a cut between a girl and then a woman which yeah. was cool and then so they end up taking the gig and they end up doing some they then Louise end up ends up actually being like doing some, doing some uh, scenes, doing some scenes yeah. with the comic because it was ten dollars extra that's right <laughs> so it was like it's money gotta do it. <laughs> it's like that basically their, their whole prep their whole like premise at this point is like if it gives us money we will do it well yeah like she starts Which, even making the dresses for the, one of oh, the yeah, strippers right. and yeah. everything thirty dollars and she's yeah and she's like oh are you, you her mother she's like yes scary fine thirty dollars <laughs> <laughs> there are some great those are my favorite scenes when they're interacting with the different strippers like yeah. so they good. are so wonderful so, uh, <laughs> right so tessie tura is the first stripper yes. that is um that is that is introduced to us and she's the refined lady. She's the one trying to get the bumps right. Yeah. And she's like, it ain't working right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it ain't balanced. <laughs> so good. And then, um, and then she, <laughs> and she like, she ends up having a run in with Herbie and she's like, I'm a lady too. And he's, <laughs> he's just like, what does he say? Something to the effect of like, leave me alone and there will be no casualties. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> And then she, um, then she ends up, um, then Madam, uh, sorry, who was Ms. Mazeppa, uh, right? Because she, she's in her full like gladiator outfit oh, and she's, she's got so the real raspy voice. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's something <laughs> wrong with stripping. <laughs> 
<laughs> Everything is at the top of her lungs. There's some real screaming in this movie. Yes, yes. from her specifically. It. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. So good. And that's when they um, introduce the whole concept of stripping and how burlesque works to Louise. They do us a whole number, which is... Um, which is you gotta have a gimmick. Yes. Oh, is, uh, I love that. I that's think that's like really the one. whole movie changes. <laughs> yep. It's so true. Like the whole tone changes in that moment, and yeah. it's like all of a sudden, it's just a different ballpark. You're like, Wait. and it's really it's a great song too because it all starts off with like Louise is like, oh, I don't have talent. She's like, yeah. I, I just know like that's just I don't. And they're like, what? What do you think we have talent? You think this? This serious talent? No, 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 no. No. And they're like, and then they go off and really, but the great thing is, like, they are really talented. That's they sort of are, their yeah. Thing. They're they're very clever, which yeah, is good. Yeah, they're very so clever. That's, that's what's always good about. I think one of the best things of burlesque is you have to be clever and you mm-hmm. have to be smart in a yes. way to like really give a good burlesque performance. And also having stage presence doesn't hurt too. Yeah, because if you're just up there and you're like not doing anything, it's a little strange too. I feel like it, it is storytelling. Yeah. You are kind of telling, even mm-hmm. if it's, you're getting up there and it seems abstract, like it is. That there's a there's and there's an arc somewhere. You know, a lot of times. Absolutely. And, and it's great. I mean, that's the those are my favorite burlesque numbers to watch always have. And the ones I like to do, you know, they have some sort of story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's always that moment where it's like, what's the, and it's true, like, what's the gimmick? Yeah. And not necessarily <laughs> like the gag or whatever, but it's like, what's the hook? What's the right. thing that's yeah. going to like make this stand out in some way or, or give me something to latch on to? And, yeah. um, you know, there is just classic striptease. There is just that, like, where you, it's a great song, a nice costume, and you do it. Mm-hmm. But the girls with the, you know, with the humor and the yeah, fun, like that's that's the good stuff. I yeah. love that. Exactly. I think what's interesting too is like I think there's something about, and I it's I think it's obvious in this movie too is like burlesque performers, similarly to like comedians, once they do it, you can nobody else kind of does that. You have mm, to like yeah. you have to do a different version of it. Otherwise, it's kind of mm-hmm. there's kind of like that mutual like part respect. Of their there's yeah. like that communal respect where that's they're just like so I'm not true. gonna do like you know it's like gimmick. yeah it's like yeah. someone's not gonna do Louis C.K.'s bit and you know and yeah. for them because everyone's gonna be like dude what are you doing you're you stealing can. other yeah. people. Yeah. material which I think is really cool about burlesque and I like that they show mm-hmm. it with these girls where you know Ms. Mazeppa is the tr- trumpeter Trojan girl and Electra is the Christmas lights like yeah. light up girl which is hilarious so I'm electrifying <laughs> I'm not even trying <laughs> and I love that all three of the singers all the strippers have terrible. terrible voices so absolutely yeah. awful voices and it's so good it's really good you want you want to give them all a hug. You do. <laughs> and I love that when Electra's dancing too, you can hear the Christmas lights like kind of shake. <laughs> like I, I'm glad they left that in because no. it's so. Well, it's like actually, it's like it's like when you shake a Christmas tree, you, you get those that were sound. Leftovers from the prodigal, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need you to uh, make me one of those for the next Christmas season. Oh, sure, <laughs> you know I can feel you. I can feel light you. Up. She a little, had, like, a little fringe on her couch in different colors, <laughs> and her back and her on her butt out of yeah. wreath. She turned around. That wreath was so funny. Was great. And she like little stars, like like, oh, like pentacles, sort of stars and sequins. So on her good. Boobs. I think she even had like little like. <laughs> Wouldn't that funny? If she had little stockings. Like, like her boobs. Like her boobs were like a mantle, and she had little stockings. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Um, and uh, and then Miss and then Tessie Toro was the the refined ballet. Right. She comes from ballet, and she has these beautiful wings and stuff, and it's really funny. So good. That went over was so hilarious. Yeah. 
Um, and this number always reminds me too of when Bette Midler did the version for TV. Bob Mackie did the costumes. Who was oh my, my hero? God. And oh. his versions of the strippers were uh, phenomenal, like so good. Wow, like, I want to see like, took those. These I see He like too. took these three girls, used them as templates, and then just kind of like Mackie-fied them and made them amazing. Oh, and it was basically that movie was about these three strippers and then um, Bette Midler, and then everything else was just sort of like we're gonna pull stuff from the archives and yeah. you're just gonna wear it. I, I really could. <laughs> Just um, movie about these I know. Like, they should have like, like a spinoff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a sequel. <laughs> like, like a Thursday night NBC yeah, show where it's kinda, just. It's, the, it's all of her education yeah. on how to, do, you know, be in burlesque. Yeah. You know, it'll and, be just like Friends, only yeah. it'll be the strippers and gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. I, can into, I'm, I like it. I like it. <laughs> so that's. Um, so that's a foreshadowing moment though because that's yes. like you know it's kind of sparks the interest of stripping or it like kind of puts plants the seed of stripping and then um the so the that's when Herbie and Rose come to the conclusion that they're going to get married as soon as oh, the right. as soon as the run yes. is over with because they have te- they, there's no they can't come back from it there's no right. more show business after this for them and um then they are missing a, a burlesque dancer gets arrested and they need a burlesque dancer to fill up oh, in for her. Jeez. And then it's a star, it's the headlining, star, or the headlining, the headliner spot. star spot, which is supr- really surprising. I guess it's because the show already was happening Yeah, that I'm like, why wouldn't they bump one of the girls up to mm-hmm. the headliner? But you know, it's, it's interesting that they went blindly with, with gypsy, but yeah, but you know, yeah, we movie, gotta make a star movie somehow. Magic. Yeah. Movie magic, right? <laughs> movie magic. You're just like, well, if we, yeah. we wouldn't have a movie if they didn't. I this guess is the you're kind right. of conversations we have, we're like, you know, logistically, you could yeah. have worked this out and probably not use the noob right away, yeah. but as the headliner. But all right, yeah. well, whatever. And that's when it. That's that. And so then, uh, that's when Rose is like. My daughter can do it. My daughter can strip. And it's like, whoa, it starts getting Yeah, re- it's a little dark and crazy. That's pretty uncomfortable. And very sure. uncomfortable. That whole scene. And Louis is just so calm about it. Yeah. And this like silent. You, like, do you think there's like hatred well, under the there? The level of resent yeah. in her yeah. eyes, though, is sort of just like there. That like you could paint it all over her face. as look what you are yeah. making me do. Yeah, which is tough. It's mm-hmm. really tough, so tough to watch. And Herbie's reaction was oh, he's really horrified. tough. Yeah, he's like, horrified. Like, and I'm I'm like totally okay with rightfully that. Rightfully like, so. Why he's just like he is sort of like one of the best father representations oh, I think I've seen in a movie. He's a great. I he's love his so character. Great. Yeah. Like you kind of you're so sad that he's like really and like even like the way him and Louise I think they play off each other really well they they look like they they're you can feel like a father daughter thing like mm-hmm. yeah well just, he was in their life for a very long time yeah mm-hmm. yeah I yeah. think that's probably one of the most heartbreaking things yeah. when that happens and so she, he he gives oh. ultimatum where he's like if you make her do this I'm gone and she is like it's a star role it's a star role is her excuse and you're just it's it's too bad he couldn't have just taken her and been like no I'm taking her peace out because yeah. like in this day and age that it's like he could have in a way he could have sued for custody and yeah. like no that's inappropriate yeah her but out. I mean so it was back it was back in the day when and yeah. I mean, it was the it would have been the height of the depression, desperate times, yeah. desperate measures. But also, she was clearly a desperate woman where she yeah. wanted mm-hmm. her child to be a star, and it was like, oof, yeah. it was tough. And then, of really course, um, Gypsy comes out in that electric, shocking blue yes. gown, which was the dress that <gasps> oh, she made dress. for the other right. stripper, right? And she comes out and has that very sad creepy moment where oh, she's like wow. mama i'm pretty and i'm like mama yeah. i'm pretty and oh, in like, the mirror yeah oh, yes. this is 
so wrong at so yeah. many levels. <laughs> no, it's just but like, it's also yeah. like such an exciting moment to realize like, oh, I'm I'm beautiful. Yeah. I've never been told that. Yeah. No yeah. one's ever looked at me, you know, any kind of way. My mother has only told me that I'm not talented. And, yeah. You know, and so like there's there's a lot of heartbreak and wonder. Yeah. I think she's. Yeah. I think I feel like she plays the whole scene like even through the dance like she's in a state of shock yeah and you just see her just slowly she's mm-hmm. like going through the motions and like doing it and it's hilarious you know like dip it's... and she's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like sing out louise <laughs> you know it's and so it's like good. she's she's terrified but she's also in shock just yeah. it's almost like she's mm-hmm. drinking in everything at that you know so, and you're just yeah. and you're in it with her just watching yeah. watching when it Ro- give him a club you know? robotic and <laughs> yeah strange dance which it, was, it wasn't even a dance it was just like and i no. love when they do when they do the wide shot and she just like she's literally like, like a turns robot. like walks <laughs> and she's like walking back and forth on the stage and the guy the guy who's like running the lights is like do something <laughs> like, what like, are you doing confused and just excited pacing back and forth I was like, "Dab, dab." <laughs> yeah, and then she just like step touches. <laughs> so good. Um, and then she just removes a glove, and then right before she leaves the stage, she like fall, one one shoulder yeah. strap, which off. is sexy. Which is Very re- sexy. Yes, I agree. And when she took that glove off, I have to say there was a. It started a little awkward, but then there was like something a little sexy about it. She got, she yeah. got it at the end, which was good. She figured yeah. it out. And then that is just like, it, once she got off stage, it was like Gypsy Rose Lee then was just born. And, it was like, it. Yep. and then it was like a fast montage oh, of like. The, that's oh, amazing. Yeah, this is what I remember from oh Peter God, Girl. Like, this, and that yellow. Yes. Forget about it. Oh my God. These, and then it has like the long beads down the center oh front gosh. to make her look super I love tall. It. And, like, and the apple on the hips uh, like uh, like mm-hmm. just the placement of everything to make her look so as curvy good. as possible and she had that, that so little good. like backwards bolero yes. basically yeah. with the little with pasties the, with like the, the yeah the tassels the tassels oh yeah, yeah. that was yeah. so beautiful I loved that so cute so cool. I love that she was with the bolero was long the sleeves on the bolero were longer than the gloves so it looked like mm-hmm. it was like all yeah. one piece and then she took the thing off and it kind of like transformed from like right. a bolero kind of like weird thing with gloves like yeah was, I don't it, know what to describe it was such an yeah. interesting yeah. it was almost like a body glove and then it was like almost like a crop or like a crop top or something but it was great was that it opened from the back right so it was it easy for her to get out. out yeah and like it was so amazing like and her body is just so beautiful oh she yeah was gorgeous yeah. so gorgeous so, and then so she good. just yeah. takes off the two the two straps and then she just walks off stage so it's like i think it's a progression of like her comfortability with stripping and also yeah. like it seems like now that um it also becomes more of a it becomes also too i think the more she gets paid the more she actually strips so i think that's sort of like the story they're telling too because yeah. first she just takes off the bolero two straps and then she walks oh yeah stage. the next one she actually like comes out with a beautiful beautiful ultra thick ultra, oh my um, ultra thick boa which i love hey, a good boa yeah. hey philip she's got your boa <laughs> beautiful <laughs> color that like. beautiful mauve boa with that like silver oh, I silver love it. sequin I lo- I, like i love me a tonal ensemble like the sparkle in her hair and yeah so beautiful and you can just see even her body language she's getting more confident Mm -hmm. and like she's just enjoying it like you know like there's more of a sense of joy in her face and then so she takes off her she takes off her gown and then Mm -hmm. hides behind the uh hides behind the curtain so there's not ever like a full reveal until like the very last one which is the one where she's headlining minsky's yes for new New year's eve which is oh my god all the girls to be can you imagine oh my god all those headdresses oh she was like their headliner for like four years or something 
interesting, right? Yeah. I, imagine, I, I think it was like, I was reading it was like four years, four or five that's years. That's so dope. Yeah. But any, I mean, give any show, any movie with a showgirl oh. number with a full headdresses, it, it is I just, like yes. this. It's like, I'm like, four stars. Four stars. <laughs> I don't care if what it's. Are there, are, there, are there 50 of them? Yeah. Four stars. Yeah. It's like, I don't care what the premise of the movie is. They has three seconds of a showgirl, four stars. I did love this last outfit oh of hers God. with the silver and that yes. skirt. Yes, that whole, yes. but also too, that, like, that cropped bolero again. I know, I love that. That yeah. like, train that came to a point in the back of it. Yeah, that she totally. Wore, oh, yeah. Loved it. It was very kind of airtag in a way yes. too because it had that like, the train had, the yeah. skirt had a train that came to a point with a tassel and then yeah. the top had a tassel. Well, if you think about it, if this is very, the 30s, it has a very decorative feel the way yeah, like, even could. with a slightly strong shoulder like if it's sort of like into that that time it would have been it's I think it's sort of like to me the hair is like it screams like 60s yeah. Bouffant, yeah. But everything. if you just kind of look from the neck down you know mm-hmm. it's actually very and it's it's amazing yeah all of her different layers and, oh, it becomes you know, a, it comes, oh, it comes so off good. very that, beautifully yeah. too which I think is Body really cool at the end too. so beautiful every showgirl's dream and to then, have yeah. a rhinestone I know. One of those yes. a little onesie with like the yeah. Broad. Who yeah. doesn't want like that? Rhinestone all in one. But I love so that the cool. bodysuit comes off too, and it's like an undercup thing too. Yes. So mm-hmm. the cups are actually still attached. Yeah, so gorgeous. Mm. I just I think it's interesting how everything it. comes off from the back. Like everything is like right. like, and it's well, it's like, smart because you don't yeah. want to see the closures and yeah, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. That's true. And she does it. She's not really, you know, she's always facing the crowd. So yeah, that kind of makes sense. You're, you know, like, yeah. Oh, I mean, logistics old, of costumes. Old, I love it. Love a good burlesque <laughs> montage. Yeah. And I love a good uh, fashion parade <laughs> montage, too. It's just like, uh, you yes. know, it could be like, it could be the old adage where they just go to the store and like try, and it's like yeah. a dressing room montage or like a good, like, you know, a costume change montage. I yeah. love anything where it's just like a series of costumes within like a two minute span. Oh, like, totally. Uh, four well, stars. <laughs> four stars. <laughs> well, and, and I love like that last scene where, you know, it's like she starts coming out of like a champagne bottle. Ugh. And then, like at, as she gets to the end I love like she goes off stage and she's got the giant powder puff that she yep. does the whole tease with like so good. there needs to be more giant powder puffs in our <laughs> there's plenty in mine <laughs> damn it <laughs> well that's good uh, yeah at least that someone's makes me getting happy. it <laughs> oh my god and then that's uh, so that's basically like it's sort of that's like, like her height of stardom right it's like the yes. birth of Gypsy Rose yeah, Lee and she's now like the top 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 yes. version of the herself which I think which is so cool that this is how like the like the kind of like the pinnacle of the movie um is this this parade of hers and that's when they reintroduce rose's character right. and she comes in and it's oh yeah there's a sign yes. in the theaters that's like you know the the mother of gypsy rosalie is not allowed <laughs> yes. specifically this one person <laughs> we put it on a board <laughs> which uh was uh, interesting and she brought the cow's head back yeah. to gypsies you know and i feel like this is sort of like a very telling scene between mm-hmm. them where they kind of like where it's like she was bringing the cow, the cow's head to her dressing room to sort of like dig her in the side to be like, don't forget where you came from. And then also gypsy was like putting that made sure that that was put up on a sign to be like, you're not allowed to be back here. So like, so it's sort of like there's a very Mm -hmm. pushable relationship, which is totally understandable at this point because being told all her life, you have zero talent. Now she's like the world's most famous. dancer. And her mom keeps knocking on her door being like, I got a new gig. Now that you're famous, I got a new gig for you to try. Yeah. And probably, 
it, you, you know like, wants okay. money from her and everything uh, yeah. and so it's draining but i love that gypsy comes off stage and immediately puts on a robe just floor to oh, uh, like shoulder to floors of all ostrich feathers which is like as a lady should <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> what do you think that was made out of like nets do you I'm, think it was just like it was like probably net with, like, it was probably net and then they mm-hmm. yeah they probably put ostrich feather they just did like it rows of ostrich gorgeous. feather I imagine it's probably more than one ply of ostrich feather I bet feather it's kind too. of warm and cozy too I'm sure yeah. <laughs> probably smells like a bird too they they always do and you can't get that smell out there's just <laughs> that weird barnyard bird smell which I'm like hmm, hmm. just takes me back to my Earthy. to my stripping days <laughs> um, yes, it's and then true. she changes from that into yes. that white what is it fur, fur. yes oh my, yeah. oh my gosh after having so like good. a huge fight with mama rose oh, where yeah. it's just like where she's basically like i you you know where it's like why am i doing all of this what did you you know it's like why are you kicking me to the curb and all this stuff and it's like what did i give i gave up my entire life for you you know all this stuff and what do you think i did that for and of course louise's oh gypsy's yeah. you know answer is, is like i thought you did it for me mama yeah and so it's Ooh. it's sort of like throwing it back in her face is like you may have said you did it what you did it all for it was all for selfish reasons clearly yeah. like you did it because you wanted the glory the problem is is that if you do it for someone else you're not going to get the glory you know so yeah. it's it's just it's such a like just a they played that really really well it and I really think it good. helped that they didn't like each other too yeah. Yeah. you know so I'm oh, sure it was yeah, very easy like, for them to like yeah oh good I don't know where I'm going I may be up maybe down <laughs> like oh so good yeah. so good ugh and then that's when uh, Mama Rose leaves and she's wearing that beautiful, beautiful black and white suit, oh, like all gorgeous. black, but there's like the polka dot, polka yeah. dot like black with a uh, white polka dot tie, which looks amazing. And she's wearing that wonderful hat and she just looks fantastic. Even yes. though it's clearly not that she's not wearing something from the thirties. She's kind of like a throwback to what she, she would have worn through in the twenties, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's got, she's got like, that dagger hem yeah. at the bottom. So cute. And then she does the Rose's Turn song, which is the song that the uh, song. every Broadway woman. Yep. Every Broadway woman needs mm-hmm. to sing that song. That's going to be amazing. so good. Everything's coming up, Rose. That's, that's <laughs> owning a stage. Yes. Right? This that, time it, it, for uh, me. So awesome. <laughs> good. The little Rose-like lights in the background. Oh, it's so good. So good. And that's where she's like, yeah. she like opens her like skirt with the strip, uh, the with God. the uh, slit. How do you she's, like them, <laughs> How do you like these apples, Mr. Goldstone? She's <laughs> <laughs> got that like hot pink um, garter. So Jeez. good. Uh, so amazing and then she takes the jacket off and that's when you notice that her dress is like actually the blouse it's got like Mm -hmm. a white blouse but it's asymmetrical so Mm -hmm. it's got like the front's like white on one like one it's really cool it's It's really really cool cool. like Ori Kelly is a very very talented designer yes he is like it's really cool we did actually Tansy and I watched Mm -hmm. the documentary with when they were screening it in New York um, which is called The Women I've Undressed and it's about Ori Kelly the I was a little bummed that it wasn't about his work and more about his personal life and it kind of sensationalized his relationship with Cary Grant, which I was like, cool, whatever. Yeah. Can we see more of the costumes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, talk about the costumes. It's true. It was I not mean, as much about that. I yeah. wished it was more it. glamour, but there were definitely like, there were moments where they talked about this movie and it was just so good. Wow. So good. Oh gosh. Oh, I love this movie so much. And then that's when after she sings, so after she sings uh, Rose's turn, Natalie Wood, Gypsy is back and sees her and gives her a round of applause and she's wearing the craziest hat (laughs) I've ever seen. It's like her hair was wrapped up 
in a in a in a, like a turban in a turban like a sequin netting like, yeah and it's like very tall it's very and tall straight, but like so it's bizarre. not angled like it, it just goes straight it's up straight and i'm like i, I don't understand cool. it. she was cool because i know that like actresses tend to throw a fit sometimes and they don't look good so she must have thought it was cool i guess this was might have been something it feels very 60s very to 60s. me it's oh, just right. it's like, like it, yeah it yeah. looks like something out of like john waters hairspray yes. you know mm-hmm. like yeah it's, it's exactly what it feels yeah like. i mean and it's but such a it's shocking it's like a little bride of frankenstein yes. Yes. You know? yeah yeah <laughs> it's a very weird look i mean i was yeah. like especially for her closing look i was like you yeah. wouldn't have gone something a little bit more like I don't know, amazing. <laughs> like something yeah. with like. I think they w- tried to go know. diva, but they went a little almost too, too much. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it looks way too mature on her. Kind like, of, yeah. you know, I mean, I understand she's a, you know, it's like, oh, well, they're trying to show like she's a burlesque dancer or whatever, yeah. but still, it just, it looks major. And I almost. think what's interesting too is, is like, if you're going to do a hat, I mean, mm-hmm. Ro- Ro- Rosalind Russell had a hat on. It was like yeah. a cloche with like these beautiful, like, spray of like, I don't know if it was maybe like uh egret or something it was mm-hmm. like beautiful like feathers and stuff it was really cool i mean beautiful hat so i mean or kelly knows how to do hats but oh, this yeah. hat was something else <laughs> yeah i, I, I would love like, to investigate more like what, yeah. what the motivation was behind that because again this is such a perfect example of like you have like a movie about one period made in another period yeah. and then mm-hmm. you have something about the lead like cautioning right. the lead yeah and it just something about it is gonna like really scream like it's out of like you can't quite tell what period it is yeah you know it's but in, the dress was, was pretty cool uh, yeah i think it was a beautiful look i just thought yeah. it was an interesting she looked like it was an long, interesting sophisticated joint. column yeah. you know and maybe he so. was trying to make her look taller Maybe, maybe. <laughs> like she's all grown up now. Yeah, I, don't know. Like, I mean, she is very wee. Put but, a let's you know. put an eighteen. Yeah, like more hat regal. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. She's, no, she's like, let's make you look like Nefertiti. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I I have to say, uh, you know, that, uh, like the outfit she wore right before it, the white one that was, mm-hmm. that she was wearing for the photo shoot. She was only wearing it for a few minutes, but I actually kind of loved that, that one really too because it's like the long marabou feathers with the like skirt yeah you know, but it's just like mm-hmm. the really the, beautiful you know because at first like she was carrying i remember she's like in that scene she's carrying this thing around in her head and i didn't realize it was her headband oh, and then it like quickly yeah. clips to like she's in her hair and then she like goes in there and then they have it on and so yeah yeah so and that's basically the end of the movie they all they walk off together and they're kind of they have some sort of a reconciliation yeah. a, like a some some level of reconciliation that they can i think they come to an understanding of each mm-hmm. other's yeah. like positions and which i thought was interesting and it was like you know mama rose was like i had a dream and it was madame rose <laughs> and her daughter gypsy <laughs> you're like after like looking at it she's like oh maybe i should like yeah all right like, I'll be second banana. but i think yeah it's definitely a lot of gypsy taking the high road over mm-hmm. and over and over again yeah. and being the better person and even in the end was like you know yeah I love you, even though you're a schemer. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a grifter. I mean, okay. <laughs> my but mom. overall, this movie was a joy. It, it is really fun. Mm-hmm. It's can't. a dream role for either of them. You yeah. know, like, yeah, one of them gets to play in fabulous costumes <laughs> and be, like, sexy for the world to see. And the other one gets to have the best lines yeah. and songs and so character so ever. Um, so, yeah, that's basically the, the end of the movie. Um, yeah. I guess I can. We can do our like shameless plug area. Oh yeah. Oh shameless wait. I had. I, I forgot. I had a fun fact. You know, Gypsy Rose Lee only had one kid. Oh, she did. And uh, the father of that kid was Otto Preminger. What? I know. 
crazy. And she kept that from the kid for a long time, from her son for a long time. He did not know his paternity. And eventually, um, he actually goes by, his last name now is Preminger. Oh, wow. So he kind of adopted that, even though he was never really, like, he didn't even really know. But yeah, she had, I guess, had had an affair with him and had wow. and um, had a kid with him. And he was the director of Laura. Yeah. Which is yep. <laughs> a great Amazing. episode. <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> um, so oh, that cool. Was it. That's awesome. That's <laughs> yeah. really cool. I didn't even know she had kids. Yeah, just even... one. Interesting. Yeah. So you guys can hit us up on social media, Old Hollywood Realness on Facebook, at OHR Podcast on Twitter, at Old Hollywood Realness on Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, we are not on Stitcher yet, but I'll figure that out soon. <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> Big plans. Uh, you can follow Tansy on Instagram mm-hmm. at, at T- Tansy Burlesque. Yes, right? exactly. And then you're also on uh, Twitter, too. Mm, Tansy Burlesque. Okay, cool. Well, so follow Tansy. She's dope. She's coming yes. to a city near you. That's Check your local awesome. listings. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. Have a great time. I haven't figured out how to sign off yet. <laughs> I should probably figure that out yet. <laughs> we got to come up with a catchphrase. Oh, I Wait, I, I think yeah. I know. What? You need to do that that note. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks for listening to OHR. <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo.